Hello and welcome back to another another episode of Boys Gone Wild. We're on episode eight. We're Perfect. midway through the week. This is the juicy part of the week. This is where these are those these those cup ties in the midweek. This is like the Carabao Cup. This is just every day. It's exhausting, but you need to fucking be strong for the weekend, you know, because you've got United at home coming up. That's a big game. That's a three. That's a six-pointer, okay? So this is a cup tie, and I'm going to smash out the park. I'm going to really show the weekend fixture what I'm bringing to the table. So this one's going to be a bit looser because I'm feeling a little bit looser today, hence why I'm wearing a cap backwards. And I did uh, two minutes of dabbing before... Uh, starting the pod I'm actually I'm a big fan of dabbing and I've been dabbing quite a lot um, I like dabbing because it's one of it's an interesting thing where it's the most successful cultural appropriation I think I've seen where it started as uh, something coming from African-American culture it was seen mainly in uh, uh, rap videos or trap um and it was incredibly successfully culturally appropriated by white culture to the point where it's ours now uh, it's interesting it's rarely like people like dreadlocks and stuff like that that never white people could never really appropriate that that's still very much not a white thing but dabbing was the most successful appropriation i've ever seen because it's to the point where black people don't want it dabbing back because it's so white now, so it's a re- it was a real win for us. Um, we bloody need one at the moment, don't we? Um, yeah, because as soon as Hillary Clinton started dabbing, it was over. You can't you can't be you can't be a hard rapper in Atlanta dabbing when Hillary Clinton's dabbing. It's just not going to happen. So congratulations to the whites uh, today. I was talking, I talked yesterday about my mum being on the phone all the time and literally just before I came on today, I heard mum, because mum speaks very loudly when she's on the phone, which is constantly, and I just heard her fucking bitching about me, just the old the old girl was running her mouth again and she's chatting shit and she's basically saying, this really, this makes me blood boil, um, she's basically saying like, God, he really... He's not seeing anyone. He's really, he's I, honestly, he's the most isolated person I know. Yeah, because it's fucking isolation, mum. Honestly, she's making, she start, she start making me, making me feel guilty for not leaving the house enough. So like, what the fuck? This is like the only time when you shouldn't feel guilty about not doing anything. I was absolutely furious. Somehow I feel like a loser because I'm following government guidelines. Oh, actually, that does sound like a loser, to be fair. But no, no, it's not rock and roll to break quarantine. It's not pu- punk rock, you know. Even that most, what's funny about this whole si- like even the most like anti-establishment, like fuck the police, we're all staying home because it's not cool to break quarantine. Um, but yeah, absolutely infuriate. <sighs> yeah, he just stays in. Uh, he doesn't see any friends. Yeah, I'm only meant to see you. And even that's a fucking push, mum. And I can I can say what the fuck I want about her, because she doesn't so- support me creatively. She doesn't watch these uh, podcasts. Um, she's one of those mums who's an amazing mum who really uh, is loving and caring. But she's more proud if my room's tidy than if I have a successful podcast or 
win a award in stand up or anything like that or you know make a short film that took me three years you know that it's like okay fine but if she comes to my flat and my room's tidy she's almost in tears uh today we're going to be discussing i think just tiktok in general it's boys gone wild it's a plural thing first off i want to give my kind of sort of views on tiktok because i've been on tiktok for like a month and yes it is the end of western civilization as we know it for sure it's a horrible place with awful things but there's still a lot of good stuff out there um and people need to get their finger out their ass and get on it to be honest no actually i tell you that if you're a creative um and you want to grow at all um you're an idiot if you're not on tiktok and stop being so snooty if you don't need followers or the validation of others to survive financially or make achieve any of your dreams or passions then use that as an opportunity to sit this one out because it's a real bin fire um but if you do tiktok right because the thing is everyone's chatting shit about tiktok but fundamentally it's a six six sixty uh like a 60 second video app or 15 seconds with a song like there's endless possibilities it's still you can still do good stuff there's lots of stand-ups on it doing great stuff um you can do it right. It's, a, it's still just another way of sharing videos and stuff. Fucking content. Um, but whenever whenever you, you there's a new app out, you should... I normally go to who are the big stars to try and work... Because that's a way of finding out what the new app is, is finding out who are the stars being made from it. And it's a fascinating world out there because it's like... Um, there's this thing called the hype house which is um this mansion that like i don't know like 20 um of the top tiktok stars all get together and um all the ones who are most followed and they basically just live in this huge mansion paid for by tiktok um and so so they can make tiktoks together but part of the contract is they have to make a certain amount of tiktoks a day uh which feels a bit you know yeah but I heard some people talking about it, the hype house. Um, one of the uh, people was saying, like, it's just an amazing space for creative people. It really encourages creativity. We collaborate. Uh, we share ideas. And it's like, look, listen, babe. The hype house, stop speaking about the hype house as if it's some sort of, like, Parisian garret in the late 1800s. It's not, you're not Monet and Manet discussing Impressionism, all right? Like, it's not like a writer's guild, you know. It's a mansion in LA with teenagers dancing to the same song and doing the same dance. It's one of the least... It's actually a black hole of creativity. Do your fucking dance. Do do the same song and the same dance as everyone else and do it four times a day. But don't fucking talk about it as if it's some form of creativity. As if you're, like, collaborating artists. You know, like that is like if like Van Gogh and Picasso lived in the same thing, and they're like, oh, interesting, what colours you use there? God, let's collaborate and stuff, doing a fucking duet together. It's not that, and I think that's the that I just uh, the TikTok thing. The thing is the amount of a lack of originality. How it's all about copying. Like there's some really f- genuinely funny stuff on there. There's stuff that is I'll remember for the rest of my life and is like uh, iconic internet content. You said that you could let it go and I want to catch you hung up with somebody that you used to know but you didn't have to cut me off. Like that guy. Um, 
and I don't know if that guy has learning difficulties um, or if he was intending to be funny. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to find out. So I haven't gone his profile so I can enjoy uh, that clip uh, ethically. You know, sometimes it's better not to know. Do you know what I mean? Um, but in the hype house, you've got the big stars. Uh, the biggest one is Charlie D'Amelio, I think is her name. Um, and she's a 17-year-old girl, and she's all right at dancing, and she's done all these dancing TikToks, and she's become the biggest star. Now, is she talented? No, of course not. Does she represent uh, the collapse of uh, culture as we know it? Yes, yes, she does. Uh, is it her fault? Not at all. So the amount of hate this poor girl... The girl is 17. I don't think you can do anything wrong at 17. And a lot of these stars, yes, they are part of an awful time in civilization and culture. But if you're like 17, 18, 19, don't hate them. It's not their fault. Blame the parents is what I'm saying. Because you read the comments and yes, they're getting a lot of love and a lot of adoration, which is undeserved. But she can't help that... that uh, idiots want to watch her dance it's not her fault and you read like charlie d'amelio's comments it's always people just sh chatting shit it's like she's a 17 year old girl because this is the thing and a lot of people who are cocky about how uh, our generation sucks basically we don't you, we're just as shitty as every other generation it's just not every generation has been given uh the opportunity to show how much they're, they're cunts you know like, our parents growing up they had like the 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 first time they would be getting any sort of recognition, if any, would be maybe they'd appear on TV in their late 20s, you know? But by that time, you're a formed person. The problem with TikTok um, and all of the social media like that is that you show yourself way too young when you're still a massive prick. Because we're all pricks. We're all pricks when we're 17. So leave Charlie D'Amelio alone. Leave Britney alone! Um, but what I love about Charlie D'Amelio is uh i love her um is that she gets her whole family involved she gets the and like her dad d'amelio like they're fucking italian new yorkers like it's, i think they moved out of new york whatever but they've d'amelio they're fucking italians and it's funny seeing these tragic parents getting involved in the tiktok app and i'm just thinking like mark d'amelio like think of what his father would think of him now he's they've clearly the d'amelios they've clearly come from a fucking view from the bridge brooklyn italian kind of uh ellis island immigration family homophobic slap the wife the fucking pastor's too soft i like it al dente if you fucking give me any lip you're getting you're gonna taste fucking jesus okay um and i'm just thinking what the fuck did uh, his father, who must have been one of those fucking Guido Italians, because they, they, all the dads of all the TikTok stars, they look like extras from The Sopranos. What would this man think of his son uh, doing TikToks? He's like a 45, 50-year-old man. My fucking... I can imagine imagine his father up in heaven. Mark D'Amelio, Charlie D'Amelio's father's father, is up in heaven just thinking, let me just check on my boy. You know, I'm enjoying sitting here. The pastor's always chewy. It's heaven. It's great. It's Catholic, Italian heaven. Let me check on my boy, my son, carrying on the D'Amelio name. 
What's he doing down there on Earth? Oh my fucking god. I raised a queer! I've raised a fucking queer! It's not just Charlie who's got the kind of a fucking Guido family. Um, it's also uh, Addison Ray, who's the, the the big star as well, who's like attractive in that sort of relatable girls next doorway. Um, and the weird thing about her is once again, she's talentless. Once again, she represents the end of uh, history as we know it. Uh, but it's not her fault. It is not Addison Ray's fault because it's once again the parents and they get involved in the TikToks and it's utterly embarrassing. I mean, honestly, Addison Ray's mum, she's like the mum from Mean Girls. Uh, and then the dad, once again, looks like a fucking, uh, I think he's a bit Latino, but he literally looks like an extra from Sopranos. But yes, I think the, I, I after watching it, it's like, yes, it's awful. It's not only of their fault, their kids, but the parents are the ones who are the real scumbags. Um, there's Lil Huddy, and Lil Huddy is the fucking. Um, he's a teen. He's a, one of the teenage boys, and I I don't like these guys. You know the guys who are like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like, so there's been an influx of kind of this the the sexy guys even though he's 17, who apparently what's attractive these days for the Zoomers is like a guy who wears baggy sh- shirts, a backwards cap, moisturises, and goes like, huh. yeah, <laughs> just like, what? I can't see looking like you're falling asleep. But why I don't fuck with these guys is that um, they look like uh, they're goofy and fun but they clearly take themselves so seriously. Um, that sort of... Oh, this is... I've got plenty of time. Um, for next, I'm going to do a different episode on uh, other TikTok stars. I think I'm going to leave this as a part one on TikTok because I have a lot of opinions on TikTok. Um, and also, I've realised I've got a lot of episodes to fill. So the Boys Gone Wild um, episode this week is going to be about the hype house. Um, uh, and... I'll do a different episode on motivational speakers because uh, they're my favourite thing that's come out of TikTok. But uh, until then, uh, see you tomorrow.